Welcome to Slants and Rants, the home of hot takes, arguments, and the right opinion about your favorite team. Now, here are your hosts, CTD and Vega. Yes, baby, we are back. Slants and Rants podcast. The NFL is flying by. Week 13 coming up. Week 12 just passed. As always, your hosts, the most famous tag team partners in football podcasting history, CTD and your boy, Patrick Patty Vega. Pat, it's been a bit since I've been able to say this. How you doing, buddy? Christopher, how the, Noah, how the fuck are you? It's been a while. I am back. Feels good to be back to talk some football. Lots been going on since I have not been on here. Uh, shit, I've been talking with Broncos. Eagles beating the Broncos after that goddamn joke of a game. Broncos somehow beating the Chargers last week. Now they're getting a Sunday night football game. Patriots are in first place. It's been very weird, but I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Going to Seattle tomorrow. Forty nine. You know what's crazy? I was talking to my coworker, and oh my damn, Forty Nine Seahawks. This game's like, you know, it's not that really good a game. He's like, bro, the Forty Nine ers are like in the wild card. And I was like, wow. Did not realize that. But how are you, my friend? I'm good. The Eagles played their one of their worst games of the season last week. They had every opportunity to beat the Giants, and they just they just played horrible. They're not a worse team than the Giants. They just downright, honestly, it was one of those games where you start buying into the media hype and then reality kicks in. You're not that good. But I'm happy you mentioned that about the 49ers because the Eagles lost. They're five and seven. They're only a game out of the wild card. The NFC's wild card is hot caca. Like the hottest of hot. Washington has the last wild card spot right now at five and six. So Eagles are a half game out of the wild card. Like that is it is not good. It's funny because the the AFC is not as top heavy as the NFC. Like the NFC, the Cardinals are good, the Cowboys are good, although they've struggled. Uh, The Packers might be the best team in football. Uh, The Rams are good, although they can't beat the relevant teams. Then you go to the AFC, and it's like you got the Ravens. yeah, Yeah, Ravens drop games. Titans are banged up and dropping games. Buffalo now all of a sudden, yeah, Buffalo can't beat a good team. I'm happy in your in your monologue. The la- one of the last things you said, the Patriots are eight and four. This is the yeah. quietest eight and four team in New England Patriot history. Yeah, like, no, it is. Like, it's crazy. They're in win streak or whatever they're on, and they've been playing again. That's why you come to this podcast. We said it when the draft happened. Mac Jones fell into the best situation. You're going to the Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick system, a damn good defense that they were, what, 500 last year, just missed the playoffs with a washed-up Cam Newton. So they're taking a quarterback that does not throw the ball more than 10 yards, keeps everything in front of the chains, play great defense, run the ball, and they're winning. And we said it on this podcast. If you Mac Jones is going to succeed because the situation is it. And look what's happening. They're in first place, huge game on Monday Night Football. For the AFC East, Patriots and Buffalo are the Bills are, are the Buffalo Bills that 
that we all think they're supposed to be? Are they actually going to show up yet? Are they? And they just took a massive hit on Thanksgiving. They they beat the daylights out of the Saints, who stink, but they lost Tredavious White, who tore his ACL, which is a massive blow to that Buffalo defense, one of the best corners in football. Just a really weird season. Like, especially teams who started out horrible and now have kind of right themselves. The Colts started out atrocious this year. And we were sitting here laughing like, man, the Colts might not even make the playoffs. Now, I mean, they're in a dogfight against the Bucs uh, uh, last Sunday. They lose a close game, but they're 500. They're going to finish well above 500. All of a sudden, the division that seems like it should be completely out of reach because they lost both games to the Titans, they're not even out of it because the Titans are so banged up and and are now uh, now struggling with all the injuries that they've had. Hey, let's get my Colts division pick right. Let's get it right. I'm looking around the Patriots right now, and I said they'd be, be a wild card. I'll take that. I'll take them in the playoffs. I said they'll be a wild card. I think I have the Chargers out. Listen, if the playoff picture could at least make up from how bad my picks are, I'll take that. I will take that. I need the Broncos to slide in somehow. Don't know how they're going to do it. Can they? Yes. Will they? Probably not. The Browns have been not good of recent. Uh, it, it's It's been very – and you know what's crazy? The Dolphins, who we had for dead a few weeks ago, are two games out, a game and a half out of the wild card right now. So the AFC is wild. The NFC, like you said, the bottom of that the, the bottom of the wild card or that conference is – Garbaggio, because the Seahawks, as bad as they've been, they're only two games out. The Seahawks, who have been atrocious, are only two games out. If they beat the 49ers this week, that's massive. Granted, the Seahawks have to jump like nine teams, but who says they can't? The Giants are still alive. The Vikings Vikings were in a wild-card spot in that game against the 49ers. They were both five and five, and it was the the loser might drop out of the wild card spot. Yeah, it's it's crazy. The 49ers are red hot right now. Um, and they and they're one and three in the division, which is not good. But man, NFL is interesting this year, man. It's it's very, very interesting because there's so much there's so much parity this year. So much parity this year. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And you know what? Like Granted, everyone no one like the extra wild card because you know too many teams make the playoffs. But you know, then this is why the NFL does it. This is why all these sports do it. They want the the more excitement. They want the extra excitement. So adding that extra wild card is putting in a Washington or or possibly a Denver right now. The Chargers, you know, all <laughs> three of the four AFC East teams are tied for that seventh wild card spot right now. Chargers are number seven, and Raiders are eight, Broncos are nine. Interesting. It's crazy. In the playoff format, only the first seed gets the home games. Even then, the, the Pats have dropped like th- two or three games at home this year. Granted, that was at the beginning of the year. They've, they've clearly hit a stride. They're the hottest team in football right now. But you would never think in a million years that the Pats were dropping games at home, especially multiple games at home. So even if they get the one seed, there's no lock that, oh, any team that's coming into Foxborough has no chance at winning. Well, they've, they've been dropping games this year. The Packers, they still seem to have uh, that lock when they're in Lambeau, but 
last year they didn't uh, win in Lambeau. And then this year, Rodgers is playing hurt right now. You know, they're dealing with a bit of injuries. This is refreshing, the the parody that we're having. It, it sucks that there's injuries that are really deterring things, but it's football. Like the Titans, you know, I want to – I want to give them the benefit of the doubt right now. They're playing without Derrick Henry, without AJ Brown and without Julio Jones. So they're starting to slide, but you know, they're still one of the top seeds in the AFC, but that's football. I can't just completely give you all benefit of the doubt and just say, Oh, well, you know, whatever. Every other team's dealing with injuries. This is the first year in a while where it doesn't feel like the, the one or two seed is the guarantee to just make the playoffs. But the scariest part about it, Pat, and I I can't believe it's taken me this long to really bring this team up. The scariest part about it is the Chiefs seem like they're starting to kind of figure things out and they're seven and four. And we're sitting here talking about parody and stuff like that. And I'm just afraid that we're going to get to the playoffs. And the Chiefs are just going to be red hot and steamroll teams and get to the Super Bowl. And we're going to sit here and be like, how do we not see this coming? Why why did we spend so long talking about parody and the friggin' Chiefs did it to us again? It's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. It, it's literally written right there. The Chiefs were terrible in the beginning. You know, now they're right in the ship. And the best part is their offense is still playing terrible and they're still winning games. Their defense is the one that turned it around. Their defense, like the last like three, four games, have only been, you know, give, been given up like, 17 a game or something like that, or maybe even less. I could be wrong. could be even less, but it's like. Give up nine to the Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. One of the best offenses in football. Well, listen, the Cowboys clearly can't play against the AFC West because they clearly can't play against these big boys because they're what? Oh, and three, I think, or one and and four, or one and three, I think. They beat the Chargers. Chargers. They they lost everyone else. But they, they beat the Chargers on, like, a last-second field goal, right? It, it came down yeah. to the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, 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 they did, yep. And then they so, lost everyone else. So, clearly, granted, like, I'm not saying the Cowboys are bad or whatever, but come play the AFC West, granted, and the AFC West, Broncos aren't that good. The Raiders are just as pedestrian. And Broncos should have shut out the Cowboys. Chiefs just about shut out the Cowboys. And the Raiders hung 34 up on them to beat them in overtime. So – but like you said, it's the Chiefs are somehow going to tiptoe to that number one seed, get home field advantage at Arrowhead, and everyone's going to have to go through there and guess what's going to happen. The best player on the field is going to be Pat Mahomes, and he's going to take over those games and get them back to the third straight Super Bowl, and it's going to piss me off. It's going to piss me off. The best thing that's happened to the Chiefs this year, and it it was – this was deserved, so I'm not saying like, oh, the public did this too quick or whatever. No, this was deserved, but the best thing that happened to the Chiefs this year was the public lost expectations for the Chiefs. Their defense was that bad that everybody just lost expectations, and they were like, even the games they would win, their defense was was getting destroyed, and we were like, oh, it, it doesn't matter. They beat the Eagles in Philadelphia, and yeah, their offense looked great, but their defense was getting torched the entire game. So you were like, okay, yeah, you beat a bad team, but your defense got massacred by them. That's what was happening in the games that they were winning. We all just completely were like, uh, just lose your expectations. This is not the same Chiefs team. This is the, like, is this the most, like, overlooked back-to-back Super Bowl appearing 7-4 and team in recent time? Like, 
They're seven and four coming off back-to-back Super Bowl appearances. One of them they won. And we're kind of looking at them as like they're written off. Like we're looking at them as if they're like the fifth best favorite to win the Super Bowl in the AFC, not in the league, in the AFC. Like people are putting the Bills above them, even though the Bills can't beat a good team. They're definitely putting the Patriots above them right now. And then people would put the Ravens over them. The Ravens beat them in a one in a head to head. It's like you're you're getting these teams that are just taking the expectation away from the Chiefs, but yet the Chiefs still have almost the same exact record as all these teams. It's crazy. So the last four games, their defense has only given up eleven point seven points in the last four games. Their defense is playing lights out. Um, granted, they were against. The Giants, who their offense can't get out of their own way. It doesn't even matter. 11.7, whatever. I don't care who you're playing. That, that, that's how you turn it around. And, again, like I said, their offense, if you look at their last five games, they've only gone over 20 points once. So think about that. They've only gone over 20 points once in their last five games. That was the one against – they put up 41 against the Raiders. Other than that, Titans, three. Giants 20, Packers 13, Raiders 41, Cowboys 19. And then they have their bye this past week. So imagine that offense gets clicking. Yeah. This, team, this team hasn't this team hasn't clicked as a whole yet. When the offense was kind of clicking, the defense was atrocious. Now the defense is getting going and the offense is hit or miss. And it, what makes it even worse, too, is not only like the offense get going, Tyree Kill and especially Travis Kelsey, right now it's like you're, you have some games you forget they're even on the field. When those games turn into playoff games, trust me, we're all going to know Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill are on the field because that's when they really show up and that's when they, they go off. It almost makes me think it's like kind of reminiscent to – I'm not – I'm not labeling the dynasty. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just saying it's kind of reminiscent to when the Patriots were in the playoffs every single year and they would go through these stretches where they just didn't look that good. They looked beatable. So we would just automatically staple it. This is not a guarantee for them to, to make a run, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden it's week 16, week 17. They've already clinched at worst the two seeds. So they would have a buy. And they run the table and they're in the Super Bowl, like, or at, at the absolute worst, they're in the AFC Championship game. Like, that truly feels like a, if I if I had to make a bet right now, if I was a betting man, I would bet that the Chiefs are in the AFC Championship game because it's just it's just how football seems to go every year. If I was a betting man, I would bet they might not make the Super Bowl, but I'd bet they're in the AFC Championship game. So it's funny. Vegas has them as their favorite to win the AFC Championship at plus three thirty. Crazy. And, every, and everyone's just like, just ignoring them. Yeah. Listen, Vegas don't ignore. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas, yeah. Vegas don't ignore. <laughs> Vegas ain't giving you those odds that you think you're gonna get. Vegas knows what's no, going on. Vegas, Vegas knows. Is, Vegas knows everything. Vegas knows exactly. They're they are having the same exact conversation that we've just had. For the past 10 minutes, they know exactly how history works. They know exactly how the chiefs are. They know exactly how football is. They are not going to give you some juicy odds 
because the public is starting to sway away, sway away from the Chiefs. And now the public's slowly going to start hopping back on because the defense is playing well. We shouldn't have written them off in the first place. It was way too early in the season to just think that, oh, the, the, the Chiefs are done for. No, you're 100% right. Uh, so we'll see what happens Sunday night football when they play my Denver Broncos. I'm not expecting a good game. I'm expecting a uh, – Broncos haven't beaten the Chiefs, I think, in 12 straight games, somewhere like that. Last time the Broncos beat them was when Peyton was there. So Ooh. that just says that just says how everything is going out in Denver against the Chiefs. Um, quick little hits before we get into our picks. Can everyone just say we're right about the Steelers' offensive line? Can like, we just say we're right about the Steelers? Yeah, can we say we're, about, we're right about the Steelers? Like, Big man's atrocious. Yeah, their offense stinks. Najee Harris, I did that game, and Najee Harris literally was going to can't as soon as he got the ball every time. And then, you know, I'm, I'm thinking the Steelers were going to play the Bengals tough this week. And they bring they bring T.J. Watt back. They get Minka back. Granted, Joe Hayden was out. Joe Mixon ran all over that this past weekend. Joe Mixon ran all over them. Like, that was bad. Uh, another thing, Daniel Jones stinks. Daniel he Jones stinks. A, he had a good game against the Eagles. Did he really? Like... You put thirteen points. I'm sorry. I wouldn't. I I wouldn't knock Daniel Jones for that game. Honestly, it was the Eagles' defense isn't that bad. You're on a short week of a brand new offense because your offensive coordinator gets fired. Um, You're missing two wide receivers, and Saquon is playing hurt. Uh, And Daniel Jones, honestly, he did. This is now. I'm not going to sit here and like act like Daniel Jones is the the gift that God sent us. He did what his ceiling was this past Sunday. His ceiling was game management. He game managed to win against the Eagles. They shouldn't have won. They shouldn't yeah, have won. Well, if Jalen Rager could catch a ball, they they wouldn't have won. If, if multiple multiple things. Yeah, no, Greg Greg, our boy Greg Ward, man. Oh, dude, that was. That was a great ball, too, but anyway. and But, but again, well, that's the it, problem. That, that right there should show why Daniel Jones isn't the quarterback of the future. Like, that game right there, like, again, and that's why, like, someone like Drew Locke, who, again, you know, yeah, he looked – his first start he ever did, put up 31, right? After that, it's like, yeah, you, he went 4-1 and one or 3-1 and one his first four starts. The team didn't put up over 20 once or whatever it was. Like, that right there is a problem. You know what I mean? Like – you have to score in this league to win this league. And granted, the Giants defense has been playing very good of late. Um, another thing is that granted, the Giants off the line is brutal. Saquon Barkley, who I love, who I adore. We all know this. I, I don't I don't see how you extend him or give him an extra, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta let him walk. I'm sorry. Pat, if there's one thing that we've both always agreed on, and it is extremely true this year this year probably more than any other year it's that you don't pay franchise running backs this year let's look at some of the highest paid franchise running backs what they're doing this year okay you have nick chubb been hurt for most of the year mccaffrey hurt for most of the year back on ir season's probably over derrick henry hurt out for the year zeke elliott been banged up also has been splitting a lot of reps with tony pollard Saquon hasn't been paid yet, probably 
shouldn't get paid. Who knows if the Giants do pay him? The, all these franchise running backs are either getting hurt or not producing to what they could. Jonathan Taylor is gone Dalvin off Cook. this year. Dalvin Cook, another one, high paid, hurt. Jonathan Taylor is having a year. The Colts are the biggest idiots if they give Jonathan Taylor some 15 mil a year or something like that. You can't be paying these guys. I love running backs, but you can't pay these guys. It is the most replaceable position in football. And that's why when the Giants pick Saquon that high, I was very critical of it then, and I'm very critical of it now. Because you're going to go into next year with a new GM, because Gettleman's days are, are good as gone. You're probably going to get a new head coach. There's a chance you need a new quarterback. You're, you need a new running back. And you need a few, uh, a few pieces on the offensive line. While that's going on, your wide receiver core is kind of set up for you to be winning right now if they stay healthy, which they can't. So it's like a, you're, you're flirting with either being stuck in purgatory or just going right back to a full rebuild again. No, you're, you're 100% right. And there was a style looking at yesterday and like Saquon yards against the Eagles, he had one run that was like 32 yards. So every other run wasn't good. You know what I mean? Like, and listen, the Giants were producing when Devontae Booker was back there running. And Devontae Booker isn't some elite running back. He's been a journeyman running back who's been a good special teams player. And it just shows, like, another team. Like, you have the 49ers who they draft a running back in Trey Sermon. It's Trey Sermon, who is, like, third on their depth chart now. And the other rookie, Elijah Mitchell, is balling out. You know, you could always find a good running back. And I just – I love Saquon. I just don't see how the Giants move on with him or extend him to some any type of deal. But we'll see what happens with the new GM. Uh, and like you said – your best ability, the best of your best ability is your availability. And Saquon, for the most part, is not available. And it's just been declined ever since his rookie year. But um, that's all I have to say about that. Chris, go ahead. One team I want to hit right before we get to the picks. Have I been spot on about the Los Angeles Rams or have I been spot on about the Los Angeles Rams? You have been spot I, on, my friend. You have been spot on. The, the, the public just doesn't want to listen. They crowning these guys Super Bowl champions when they're making trades. And what has happened since they've made these trades? They got absolutely destroyed against the Titans. The 49ers dog walked them. And then they go to Green Bay and the defense gets absolutely lit up by Green Bay. The mo- How these people didn't see this coming. Why were we crowning Matt Stafford as the best quarterback in football after three weeks? Shocking. Shocking that people were all – granted, they're 7-4. and four. They're going to be a playoff team. But the problem is their four losses are against all good teams. They can't beat good teams. That's, they can't that, beat them. It's been a fact. Odell hasn't been a factor. Ron Miller hasn't been a factor yet. So – the Rams have uh, have a few things to figure out, and especially Robert Woods getting hurt. Um, that one is a massive blow to them because Robert Woods is the perfect complimentary receiver with Cooper Cup. Their four losses got killed by the Cardinals, killed by the Titans, dog walked by the 49ers, and bit, their defense got beat up bad by Green Bay. Four they, playoff they, teams. They, they were not in that. that. That Green Bay game is the score looks close. That game was not that close. Yeah, the Packers. The Packers were dominating that game from the beginning. 
And then right before we get into the picks, one more thing. Again, this is why you come to this podcast. We said in the offseason, the Bengals had a great offseason, especially Chris was hammering it home, and the Bengals are now 7-4 and four and competing for a game out of the division. So I just wanted to give that quick shout-out there. Again, we'll, we'll make fun of our losses later, but today's not the day. So let's get into our picks. Chris, I'm sure you have the records. I don't, don't want to hear them. You could just shut your I'm mouth. Gonna, I'm going to say dog walking. So week 12, uh, neither of us had a great week. You went seven and eight. I went eight and seven. Um, ne- neither of us had a had a good week. But our totals, Pat. I wish you went eight and seven. The OCD in me wish you wishes you went eight and seven, because you are ninety nine, eighty and one, fifty five percent. You go eight and seven. You're at that. You're at that century. You're at that hundred. Just one short. So 99, 80, and 1, 55% for Patty Vega. I am 117, 62, and 1, 65%. So a 5% lead. I know it seems like 10%, but if I drop down five and you go up five, then uh oh, no. back let's get to the picks already. God damn it. So let's let's get into this week. Um let's be real, there's some stinkers uh of games this week. So some of them we really don't have to spend much time on. But Thursday night is an interesting one. Thursday night is tonight. It's Cowboys traveling to New Orleans, which in years past, you would say no matter how bad a Saints team is playing in New Orleans, you got to make them the favorite. Looks like Taysom Hill is starting, but the Cowboys coming off a Thanksgiving loss. They're one in three in their last four games. I don't know about you, Pat, but it's no matter what, it's going to be one of those games where I say, how did I not see that coming? Either the Cowboys dog walk the Saints or the Saints do a typical Saints, play a team tough in New Orleans and, and beat a good team. So either way, no matter what I pick, it's going to be one of those hindsight 2020 games, in my opinion. I'm taking the Cowboys here and holds a betting man. I would take the under. I love the under. I don't even know what the number is. I'm not for the overs club. I'm here for the under. I just have that feeling. Taysom Hill, our quarterback. And the Cowboys ride the ship and get back to it. This week, I'll take the Dallas Cowboys. That means they'll probably lose by thirty. I'm also on the Cowboys, so that might bring a that might bring some good luck your way on the pick. But again, it's a game where watch Taysom Hill go off, and then we get that week of the public thinking Taysom Hill is like a franchise quarterback again or something like that. Uh, interesting game: four and seven Giants taking on the five and seven Miami Dolphins. Dolphins, you mentioned earlier, seemed like Brian Flores was going to be on the hot seat, but they've got a winnable game this week, and then all of a sudden they're they're right under 500 and they're back in the playoff hunt. Tua not playing bad. Daniel Jones hurt, might not play. So I'm going to take the Dolphins at home. Uh, but this, this is a game where if, if the Giants were fully healthy, I'd feel like the public would be on the Dolphins and the Giants would end up winning. But I'm going Dolphins this game. I really think the Dolphins are going to win because I think their defense is going to shut down the Giants' offense. Um, but just to be different than you, and I'll support Big Blue, I'll go Giants, even though I don't see them winning this game at all. I need to try and make some ground up. So why not try and make it up here? Even though I think the Dolphins are probably going to win, I'll go Giants. Hey, you had the Giants last week where I thought the Eagles would win. Giants got to win. So and It was one of those random home games, you know, the Giants win. Like, this this, this game here, it's either the Giants come out and play well on the road or they're going to be really bad. It's going to be one of those games, so. I agree. 
Next one, Texans uh, hosting the Colts, two and nine versus six and six. I'm in the Colts. Jonathan Taylor, 200, 150-plus total yards, something like that, Colts. Yeah, this, this – was it the – I think it was the Jaguars or the Texans where Taylor had 100 yards in the first quarter. Um, I could see that happening again. Uh, Vikings traveling to the Lions. Before last week, I would have been like, oh, easy uh, Vikings. They're just – they're the weirdest team in football. They really are. They are the only the game team that the Lions could win. They're the Vikings are the only team in the league to have had a touchdown lead in every single game this year. Only team in the league. And they're five and six. Isn't that terrible? And they're five and six, and their franchise quarterback lines up under the guard instead of the center on a fourth and goal. I'm going Vikings because why? Like I. We've both taken our stabs at getting the Lions uh, win, and we've both been super close. You were close with the Thanksgiving oh, prediction. Man. I was close with them beating the Steelers. They ended up tying. But I think we're both at the point where it's just not worth it taking the, the Lions no, every no. week. I'll, I'll take the Vikings here. It'll be one of those games Kirk Cousins hits like Justin Jefferson for like 180 or something like that this week. or so It'll be something crazy. I'll, get, go, I'll go Vikings. Yeah, Jefferson's also red hot NFC uh, Offensive Player of the Month for uh, the month of November. Philadelphia Eagles traveling to New York Jets, five and seven versus three and eight. Pat, I'm going to say Eagles. this. The Eagles got to win. The Eagles have to win this. Well, um, I'm going to say this to see if it sways you. I'm on the Eagles. The Jets have never beaten the Philadelphia I Eagles. I have never been. I, I know, but guess what? Zach Wilson does not look good. Honestly, maybe if you had like Flacco or maybe even Mike White back there, I would take the shot. But Jalen Hurts is also hurt. He's playing injured. Great. Miles Sanders will have like, I don't know, like 85 yards a touchdown. And I don't know. They'll, they'll find they'll find uh, Devontae Smith in the end zone somewhere. I just – I don't trust Zach Wilson at all. Even the win last week against the Texans, he didn't look good. Fair enough. Cardinals 9-2 and two, traveling to the Bears at 4-7, and seven, looking like it's the return of Kyler Murray. So I'm going to ride with the Cardinals. Oh, this game's scared. I don't know why I feel like – you know what, man? Let's go different here. Let's go Bears. Come on, Chicago. Why not? So, funny enough, I don't know if you saw Big Cat Big in his Cat, preseason. I did see that, which was hilarious, which is in crazy. His preseason Bears predictions, he's 11 and 0, which I should go back and look at my Eagles uh, predictions. I I mean, I definitely would have lost last week. I'd probably be – they've played 12 games. I think I'd be like 9 and 3 at worst in, in Eagles predictions this year. Um, but yeah, I'm on I'm on the Cardinals fading big cat. Next up, the second best game of the week. Six and five Chargers traveling to the seven and four Bengals. I'm gonna pick the Chargers uh just because I think this is the typical game where Chargers lost badly to the Broncos. Everyone is hopping up back on the Bengals. Bengals went a little cold for a little bit, bad loss to the Browns. They kill the Steelers, public hops back on the Bengals. Then they kind of come back to earth. So I'm going to go Chargers with a road win. I think this is a Chargers win, no doubt. It's just, like you said, it's one of those Charger games. They're going the road. Justin Herbert's going to play lights out against Burrow. He's going to look a little bit better. And it's just one of those Charger games. It's going to be those games that they just play out of this world. And, again, the Bengals did win. Joe, Joe Mixon looked great last week, but Joe Burrow hasn't been fantastic the past few weeks. He only had four, four incompletions last week, but – one of them was a really bad, in red, like almost in the red zone interception. So 
I'll go Chargers. Eight and three Bucks traveling to the five and six Falcons. I'm going Bucks. I'll go Bucks. I, you know, I, I loved, I liked the Colts last week to cover, which they just missed because the, the last touchdown, but Falcons stink. Somehow the five and six, they stink. Give me the Bucks. Speaking of stink, two and nine Jaguars traveling to the Rams seven to four. This is going to be a game the Rams win by 50 and the public ho- hops back on. I'm like, oh, they're, they're still good. But if the Rams lose this game, then wrap up the season. I don't want to hear anything else, but give me the Rams. Here's an interesting one. Five and six Washington football team traveling to the six and five Las Vegas Raiders. Washington's in the last wild card spot right now. The Raiders are still in the wild card hunt. Washington's red hot, which makes me want to pick the Raiders. So I'm going to go Raiders, but I feel like this is a game where Washington's going to win. And I'm going to be like, why did I pick the Raiders to win this game? I'm going Raiders. To me, it's a typical Raider game. They're at home. Washington's way too hot for a team that ain't really that good in my eyes. I hope Washington wins. Maybe a little reverse psychology here. I hope Washington wins. But I think Derek Carr, especially having the extra couple of days, give me the Raiders. Baltimore Ravens at eight and three, traveling the Pittsburgh Steelers at five, five and one. Look, you won't catch me dead picking the Steelers over a, a solid football team right now. I'm going Ravens. Man, this game scares me. TJ Watt, I believe, uh, questionable because I believe he's on uh, the COVID protocol list. I believe so. Dude, this game scares me though. This is one of those games I like scary. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Lamar Jackson played horrendous last week. And the AFC North has been like they all just been punching each other back and forth, back and forth. I really don't want to pick the Steelers, but something in my gut is just like, yeah, the Steelers are gonna win this game. But you know what? Yeah. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Fuck it, give me the Steelers. Let's go different. I, I, I need I need to make up games. The more I need to make up games. Let's do it. Fair enough. Another interesting one, six and five 49ers traveling to the three and eight Seahawks, the game that you're working. Pat, I'm going to be honest with you. I wrote down Seahawks. I scribbled it out, wrote down 49ers. A piece of me wants to scribble it out and go back to my original pick. Something tells me Russell Wilson wins this game, even though that offense has looked like the worst offense in the league. So I'm going to, I'm going to do the fade double fade back to the original pick. Ride with the Seahawks. I just can't see them being three and nine, right? Like, that just doesn't seem right. You know, they – I really want to go Seahawks myself because, again, they're at home. I can't see them losing again, man. Like, I can't see Russell. He's been horrible. He's missing throws. You can tell he's still hurt. The hand isn't fully healthy because he's missing some wide-open throws. Oh, man, you know, give me the Seahawks. Even That's what I want to hear. I can't see them losing again. And granted, are the 49ers the greatest team in the world? No, they're not going to have Debo Samuel this week. So that that's a big uh, that's a big loss for them. So Russell Wilson, Mister Unlimited, we're believing in you. Sunday Night Football, your Denver Broncos at six and five, traveling to the Kansas City Chiefs at seven and four. Uh, I'm on the Chiefs uh, coming off the bye. Andy Reid is one of historically one of the best coaches of all time. Excuse me, coming off the bye. This is easy, Chiefs. I don't see my team having a shot at all in this game. Especially, especially after winning last week. 
Well, especially after winning last week. And look, you see what happens when the Broncos win. They usually lay next week. We're not, we never play good against the Chiefs recently. Teddy Bridgewater was banged up last week and barely moved. Granted, our defense is playing lights out, but I think they're going to be on the field way too much, and it's going to get away kind of early. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong, but. Game of the week, Monday night football, the 8-4 and four New England Patriots traveling to the 7-4 and four Buffalo Bills. I want to check the spread. The Bills are three-point favorites. I'm taking the Bills at home. Personally, I think this is a game people are going to see the Bills as a favorite, go, what in the world? Why are the Bills favorited? The Patriots are red hot. The Bills are they, – they can't beat a good football team right now. They Now they have a huge injury at corner. I think this is a, a game where a lot of people are going to pick the Patriots, but I'm going Bills because I have them as the uh, AFC East division winner. So they need to win this game if they're going to win the division. They lose this game, Patriots are winning the AFC East. So give me Buffalo. I think they play each other two 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 times the next three weeks or something like that. Or yeah, like that. I'm going Bills here. Listen, if, if the Bills want to be a real team, Josh Allen, you got to win this game. Monday night at home, there's no reason to lose this game. So give me the Bills again because we have. I know Josh Allen can win the MVP, but I have the Bills in the Super Bowl. Got the Bills win the AFC East. Don't make me look this bad. Damn it. Win a, win, a, win a game against a real team. This is a game where you need your $200 million franchise quarterback to play like a $200 million franchise quarterback. This is the most important week 13 game that the Bills have had in quite some time. Bills have to – this is must win, no question. You need to cool off the Patriots, and you need to start heating up and pick up where you left off in the second half uh, of your Thanksgiving game against the Saints. So that's going to do it for, for this week's picks. Pat, we got a couple of differing picks. You need them all to go your way to really start creeping back into things. But it was nice to be able to chat football with you again. Happy that we we're finally able to find the time. No, it's been great talking to you. Uh, I mean, it helped that you traveled this week, so it was good. Uh, it's good seeing your lovely face and talking to you, talking some foosball. Hopefully uh, our teams win this week. and. Uh, I don't expect it from my end, at least. Uh, no base baseballs on lockout, which not what a surprise. And uh, that's all I got, man. Most importantly, best way to end it, let's go Seattle Kraken. Here we go. Here we go. You've been listening to Slants and Rants with CTD and Vega. Please leave a like, rate, and review. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Slants Rants Pod. Until next time, don't forget to shake them.